You are listening to the Pencil and Paper Podcast Network. Welcome to the Palace of Mega Pixels. This is Super Mega Brothers Turbo. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo. I'm your host, Stephen White, and with me is, as always, Todd Stark. Hello. How have you been, Todd? Good, good. Wondering where John is. He's absent. Again. But Again. it's fine. We're it's okay. used to that by now. He's I hear an airplane. Maybe that's him. He, it's if he parachutes over, in, I will kiss in. his ass. If he parachutes in. I mean, I'll, you can film it. I'll kiss his ass. Okay, I'll whip out my phone and I'll watch the whole thing. That'd be <laughs> awesome. So what you been playing this week, buddy? I played... I uh, revisited Bloodborne. Okay. And it's still just as hard as I remember. Frustrating and as ever. I even messaged you about the weapons. I mm-hmm. could not. I was chopping the shit out of that werewolf <laughs> at the beginning. I could not fight. I, mean, I couldn't get my weapons. And all I had to do was go equip them. I didn't do that. That's okay. And then I played Ghost Recon Wildlands, I think it's what it's mm-hmm. called. It's pretty cool. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Not very far in it, but you know, you get to interrogate people and it's just. I think uh, Ubisoft makes one game now, but they just skin it different. Like everything's like Far Cry now. Oh uh, yeah, have these bases you have to go attack, and you go do it, and you know unlocks new parts of the map, or you get you know, on this you it lets you build your sco- uh, skill points a little different. Seems mm-hmm. like you uh, you can pick like where you if you want to go do that, or or go get weapons and stuff like that. You get to pick, but uh, like interrogations give you loadouts, um, skill points, different things like that. That's mm-hmm. about the only different part. But it's fun. I mean, cool. what I've played so far. What about you? Uh, mainly Monster Hunter. I've gotten uh, pretty far in that. I'm currently on my way to fight the Nergagante, which is the big that showcased on, oh, monster. Yeah. But uh, I've I've not gotten that far yet because I'm... I don't want this to sound bad, but I feel like I'm carrying other people's weight right now, trying yeah. to help them get to that point. It seems like how it, that is the the way with this game right and and, and they screwed the co-op up so bad it's hard to do sure but again don't take that as i'm i'm complaining i yeah. mean it it's actually helping me out because when other people need to kind of get where they're needing to go you know it helps me earn money helps me earn right. stuff so you know i have a nice pack you know pot of money i have plenty of uh materials to make armor and stuff with so i'm not complaining yeah i don't mind if it was just but i would like, like to advance life. a little bit in the story yeah too so it's not that bad plus i uh, went back to injustice 2 to try out the ninja turtles uh, oh oh how is it yeah they're very cool now the way they did it uh was not quite how i expected because when i first started they gave you leonardo and then now granted i told you before they had the uh, the loadout screens for all the characters and I thought, okay, they'll just they'll have them in separate loadouts. But they didn't. And I was like, well, this is where, where are the other Ninja Turtles? Come to find out, you have to go inside to the customization of the characters and then swap the weapon, which will then in turn swap the character. So you mm-hmm. can still load out each character as each turtle, but you have to make sure that the weapon matches the turtle. So right. if you want to play as Donnie, you got to have the bow staff, size and Raphael and stuff like that. So hmm. it's a unique way of doing it. Uh, most of the fighting styles are 
the same, I will say, right. but they do have varying techniques for each one. So, like Leonardo has a, you have a special move with each character where right. they ha- have something they can do. He can actually call in the other turtles as backup. So they'll come in, do a move, and then you can just kind of keep going. Right. Uh, Raphael, he's got, I don't know how to, uh, I got it loaded up. I think it's like a charged system or something like mm-hmm. that how it works but it's a brutal move where he'll sit there and it's like a close attack with the sigh mm-hmm. and he'll just wail on him and i think you can get up to at least like level four on the charge but i only got it up to level two but he's he was a, a little difficult to figure out at first because he doesn't really seem to have a move that where the sighs are always you know working kind of like uh, leonardo's katanas or right. Donatello's bow because they'll just like wail on him but he doesn't do that so a lot of his moves had to uh, kind of come by parrying and using some of the other moves but he was also very quick like I had to do uh, I was trying the multiverse mission right and got through the first three or four tiers that they had but the final tier was fighting a like super buff scorpion and he kept stomping my ass <laughs> at every turn because I wasn't buffed up enough right. for, for one. I think I, I had the Ninja Turtles at level seven by the time I got there. And he, when they're super buffed, they have one life bar, but they have all this defense. So you can just sit there and pummel the shit out of them. And you're taking off like minuscule amount of energy right. at a time. It's not so fair. I'm just sitting there pummeling the shit out of this guy and there were times I couldn't even get a lick in. He just, you know, throw me around like a rag doll. <laughs> but with Raphael, for whatever reason, as limited as his moveset seemed, he was the one I was able to take him down with. Wow. Like I got, I figured out his, his movesets to just kind of hop around and move and just stay on my toes so he couldn't catch me. Right. So, and when I did it, I was just like, yeah, you just died. I was just so. <laughs> what did you say? Well, something to that effect. I was probably cussing a lot more, but I just, ah, I was so happily angry. It sounded like he said, hit chip chip <laughs> Something to that effect, but I was happy. Uh, the only character I actually haven't got to play with, and this is just because I, I haven't done it, I haven't played as Michelangelo because they only I only currently have the three loadouts, and I could swap one out, but then that means I have to reset everything, and I just was like, well, I'll, I'll unlock the, the loadout. He's my least favorite anyway. So, And I heard he was a, his, his movesets are a little interesting. Like, you have to have a little bit more setup and time to do some of his moves. So that was a... I don't know. I'd still like to play as him, though, but right. it was just interesting to hear How that. How do they just look? They look good. Oh, yeah, they look great. The whole interactions. They even had some little Easter eggs. And uh, I don't think I would have caught it at first until someone kind of pointed it out. But if the, like they have a, a skateboard, mm-hmm. like Michelangelo will come in on a skateboard and during their special move, he'll kind of jump up and you can see the bottom of it. And there's a bunch of stickers on it. Yeah. If you take a look, there's a Big Apple sticker and then right <laughs> below it, it says 3 a.m. I don't know if you recall, but that was like the starting uh, dialogue in Turtles in Time. Right. The old arcade game would be like, Big Apple, 3 a.m. And then you yep. just go to fight. That's right. So it is. Just just little Easter eggs like that I thought were pretty cool. And they yeah. even do like in your uh, fighting stance when you win, they'll chuck the pizza at the screen, kind of like they did in the old cartoons. Right. So I thought that was pretty, pretty awesome. cool. Yeah. So there, there's a, a nice little love letter to the to the characters. There. And yeah, they, they did them right. To, they seem to get those characters right with Mortal Kombat and everything. It seems mm-hmm. like they usually do them pretty right. And I haven't seen this, but I, I read about it because I didn't – 
I didn't get defeated, I guess, by any other character but Scorpion. And with Scorpion, it's like one and done, you know. So right. if you get taken down, that's it. Um, you start over? No, well, you you have to continue on with the fight. Like, you have to retry and go on, stuff like that. Oh. So it's, you either beat him or you don't. But for whatever reason, I never got beat to the point where I saw this. But they said there was a character animation where you... You remember how the character, or the Ninja Turtles, when they got beat in the other games, they would kind of be like sitting down and there were like the stars over their head? Yeah. They said that that's in there, but I haven't seen it yet. Oh, shit. So I thought that was a nice little nod. Yeah. But I did see this other one that was pretty cool, is uh, like a, a fight, like when you're in the fight or, or you're in between fights after you, you beat them the first time, they'll say something about uh, being a great ninja or something like that, and you see a little rat come up and they'll bow at it and their oh, rat will take off. <laughs> so I don't know just a lot of little things like that it's been it was pretty cool to see oh yeah all right well let's get into the news while we're getting on to everything yeah uh first bit of news I got this week and this was a slow news week I think I told you very slow I mean but th- there were a few little details like this one here I thought this was an interesting story is that this week valve actually banned a, a developer called Insul games from its steam network for publishing false reviews it was discovered that several accounts posting positive reviews Reviews for their games, in fact, were owned by Insole Games. Furthermore, an account was unearthed by that was a or an email was unearthed by a C, uh, that was sent by the CEO of the company, Patrick Stripple. He sounds like a champ. Yeah. Uh, where he actually threatened the jobs of his employees if they did not purchase the game and post a positive review. Wow. His name sounds like a flavor in Snapple. Stripple. Stripple. So what would that be? A like strawberry, strawberry apple, apple and wherever the yeah, yeah. strawberry and apple. Cheese. I don't know. Strawberry <laughs> apple and Whipple. There you go. <laughs> Whatever Whipple is. They said that this uh, email was actually sent out on December fourteenth of last year, and after which, if you paid attention to the reviews, they spiked immediately after that. <laughs> so everything just kind of laid out. Uh, but good riddance, I say, if you're going to sit hey, there yeah. and bullshit your your yeah. reviews, then you don't need it. Nope. So. I, I like that they did that. For sure. No. So Shows that there's a punishment, you know? Yeah, there's at least, they're not going to just gloss it over and say, well, let's just, you know, take down the game that they just positively reviewed or something like that. No, they said, screw you. Everything's gone. And they, Goodbye. I think they had a, a few decent games. I, didn't, I don't know what they were. I, I say know. when I don't know what they were, I looked them up. I didn't write their names down because they were not newsworthy enough to me no, to remember. No. It was just like, I don't know what this is. Yep. And yeah, I've never heard of insult games. No, I haven't either. But uh, anyway, the next thing, uh, there was another shift in the industry this week. Not really a power play, kind of like what we talked with Sony and Microsoft, but uh, Takahiro Izushi, I hope I'm saying his name right, uh, is actually retiring from his 43-year nint- uh, year tenure with Nintendo. His most notable work was as a programmer for Donkey Kong. The original? Huh? The The original original Donkey Kong. Uh, He also had a hand in producing the Game Boy Camera, as well as a few Pokemon titles and Fire Emblem titles. Uh, We wish him well in his retirement. That actually makes me feel old, man. Guys in the industry who made games that we played as kids are now retiring. Yeah, but he was old when he made Donkey Kong, man. Probably. Probably, maybe. But you never know. I mean, if you take a... If he's... Assuming he's 65 and 43 years, he would have been in his 20s. Think about that. Yeah, I guess you're right. Mm -hmm. I think they just age different. Maybe. Yeah. 
Japanese people. Is that what you're talking about? Is that what so. you mean? Yeah, I think that uh, Japanese people. <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of racist. <laughs> yeah, those yeah people, a little bit. Those people just age just different. Age different. Those bastards. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, next story is uh, Square Enix threw down yet another teaser for Kingdom Hearts Three, still in Japanese. So I still have no idea what they're talking about. Uh, but they're showing worlds we've seen and a few that we haven't. There was a Japanese-only trailer that mainly showcased a new world in uh, Monsters Incorporated. But if you pay close attention, you'll actually see that the world of Tangled is also present. Sweet. I'm actually surprised they didn't go with Frozen. I'm glad they uh, went with Tangled. I heard they were going to do Frozen, though. They probably, they still probably could. But I'm, I'm actually, if I had a choice between the two, um, I kind of like tangled over frozen i think frozen was like just so tangled, blown too. up to the point where it was just like my god stop this but i liked i like tangled it was pretty good now uh, other details about the game were mentioned in an interview with uh famitsu famitsu am i saying that right famitsu? i think so yeah, yeah uh like the possibility of over 20 different worlds in the game if uh i actually kind of hope i mean in saying that i hope some of them as they say 20 that we're talking about uh, a few mini game worlds. Like yeah. I don't know if you ever played. Did you ever play Kingdom Hearts no. at all? Well, they had a few uh, mini game worlds where it was uh, like uh, Winnie the Pooh, where you, it wasn't really a world that you'd go into and and fight like you would some of the others. It was more like you're exploring certain sections of the Hundred Acre Wood, right. and then you just encounter some of the characters in the the game or the what the Winnie the Pooh's world, and then you just talk to them. So it was almost like a mini game world so to speak and right. even in the second one they turned uh atlantis or atlantica or whatever the hell right little mermaid's world little it, they yeah. turned it into a mini game world too i just said little warway little little warway little warway <laughs> so i kind of hope that as they say over 20 or about 20 different ones that some of those will be mini game worlds so you can kind of explore them but you yeah. don't really have to worry about combat and stuff like that so, so. which I mean, you could see a lot of different stuff now that Disney owns a bunch of stuff. Yeah, because, I mean, they've really branched out. It seems like they're going to explore a lot of their new stuff, especially with uh, Pixar, because yeah. we've, we've seen Toy Story. Now we've got Monsters Incorporated. Mm-hmm. I'm a little curious if we might see. I think The Incredibles would be great. I think I've heard that. I've heard I've heard Star Wars. Star Wars needs, Star Wars and Marvel needs to happen. A, there was going to be a Star Wars level. Even if, it's, even if it's just something simple, it's there, and you just... Because you got the gummy ship. Think about that. You're flying around the gummy ship and you got yeah. the TIE fighter. Come on. This is, it's gold. It is. If you've got to take so. time to make this happen, take time to make you, it happen. The you gummy ship waited long enough Falcon, as it is. You know? Yeah. It work out great. It would. Uh, a few other things that they were talking about is, uh, well, like I said, the, the return of the gummy ship. They mentioned a giant land themed world, which I think is from Mickey and the Beanstalk. Mm hmm. Uh, that would actually be implemented into the game like an old LSI game. Do you remember those? The little cheap handheld games you'd buy at Walmart. I for like, those. Yeah, I had a baseball one. Yeah. Bloop, bloop. Yeah. It was just, <laughs> so however they plan on doing that, I think that's kind of a neat idea. Yeah. I don't know how they want to do it, but still yeah. pretty cool. Uh, no word on whether or not we'll actually see this game at E3. We'll see it at E3. We'll see. We'll see I think they E3. might be a little bit more focused on Final Fantasy VII. I mean, they still could be focused on this, but... Whether or not we'll get a release you know, like, date. Square Enix runs weird. Like, that guy is always like... If I'm not mistaken, the same guy that does that is doing Kingdom Hearts also. Or am I, I believe am so. Am I right about mm-hmm. that? Yeah. Um, he's always like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to finish this before I do this. So, 
they might not even be working on like Final Fantasy VII. They just keep showing little things like, hey, go do a trailer. That's like Guillermo del Toro. He's always got 100 different projects on the the burn. Yeah. It's like, pick one, dude. Just focus. This dude like just strictly stays on one till he's done, it seems like. Mm-hmm. What was the last one he did? Not Kingdom Hearts. What's another game he does? Oh, I think it was Final Fantasy uh, 15. 15. Yeah, I think he finished that. And then... He said, when it's done, I'll move to Kingdom Hearts. And mm-hmm. then now you know when Kingdom Hearts is done, he's going to move to, uh, what, was, what was the other game? Final Fantasy VII. Final Fantasy VII, yeah, yeah. Well, so. we'll see. All right. Uh, a few little rumors I've got here I just wanted to throw out. Rumors. Uh, there is a rumor that Turok Dinosaur Hunter is coming to Xbox. Oh, okay. Eh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's, that was my reaction, too. I was like, okay. Yeah. I didn't, okay. Fair enough. Good job. Uh, another one is that uh, there's a rumor going around that Lucasfilms has been talking with Activision and Ubisoft. No doubt to jump ship or get away uh, from EA. But that's... I, I feel like the contract with EA is still you know, in force, so I don't know if they can actually do any kind of negotiations, but shit, talking they can do. You know, just to say, hey, testing the water, see who might be interested and who could do it right. Uh, I don't really know if those are the two I'd go for, but fair enough. I'll you know, say this. If you're wanting to make an online shooter, you go with Activision. Yeah. And if they're they're wanting to keep their Battlefront franchise, or at least I guess they'd have to create something new. No, they just keep Battlefront, I guess, right? I think so. I don't know. Well, whatever well, they guess do. EA, does EA own Battle? I guess that maybe they own Battlefronts. Does it say? I don't know. I don't know what the stipulations are. I don't know no. if it's EA owns just the Battlefront titles. But yet, Lucasfilm retains the rights to Star Wars or what? Right. So, I don't know. That's muddy water as far as I'm Who concerned. Who did that, uh, the Star Wars with Starkiller? Uh, wasn't that EA was or it? was it somebody else? I don't remember. I think it was EA. I kind of think you're right. No. You know what they ought to do with Disney? Disney needs to just revive LucasArts. I yeah. feel like they could have their own in-house gaming developers... And you know they could afford the best. Mm-hmm. They would make such great games. I don't understand why they don't do it. I mean, I think they made a really good choice with Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And if and possibly with that uh, Avengers game, yeah. it, it's looking nice at least. So if they do it like that and pick the right people, and I think what happened was they had EA already had Battlefront, so that got screwed off of you know in the get-go. It's yeah. kind of like the X-Men; they belonged to somebody else and. Not for much longer. <laughs> Do what? This is not for much longer. Yeah. So, that is true. We're going to see know. some X-Men probably. Woo. Really good X-Men. Let's hope. Only Jamie Foxx going to play Jackman Professor back. X. Mm-hmm. Watch the <laughs> All right. Well, that's all the rumors I had. Uh, that's it? Yeah. It was, you don't there talk were, to nobody else? I told you there was, there was not a whole lot. Well, I heard about somebody rumors. at work did something to somebody else. Well, that's, that's not game That's a rumors. rumor? That, but that's not somebody worked something rumors. to somebody else. I'm gonna move on. This is fact. This next story I have I, is I fact. Like facts. Is uh, we may have mentioned this on the show before. I couldn't remember sometime last year that uh, there's going to be a Five Nights at Freddy movie that's been yeah. kind of being batted around and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Well, this week there was a huge move forward in development because 
director Chris Columbus has signed on to the project. Not just to direct, but to write and produce as well. Christopher Clay. Like, he's done good since he came to America. Yeah, he has. 1492. He's an old bastard, but he just like, he's a, owns his own, like, filming company. 1492 you know? pictures. Yeah. <laughs> now, good. Uh, as I said, the, the movie adaptation has kind of been lingering about for some time, but uh, I feel like this should work. On a low budget, but when you the fact that they've signed him, I feel like it's going to elevate it mm-hmm. a step farther. But I don't know if that's for the for good or bad, right? You know what I mean? Because if you don't know, Chris Columbus, uh, he's actually been in the business for at least thirty years, four hundred years, 30, 30, 40 years, <laughs> or however many years you want to go back. Uh, he actually directed uh, the first two Harry Potter films, Home Alone, Mrs. Doubtfire. And he actually wrote uh, hits like The Goonies and Gremlins. He only does. He only wins. That's all he does. That's all he does. He wins. He makes really good movies. Mm-hmm. Did you say the first two Harry Potters? I did. My favorite two. They're great. That is my favorite two. My next would be Prisoner Azkaban. Now, with him attached, I have no doubt this movie's going to happen. Right. Unless, you know, something just goes balls nuts crazy and I guess the, the creator of the... Franchise says, I don't like that. I think as soon as you sign him, you just shut up. Yeah. Let him do his thing. But my question is this. He's never done horror. I don't doubt that he can't do it, though. But is he going to do like PG-13 horror with a dark twist? You know, Harry Potter had some dark moments in them first two. Well, that's that's what I'm a little curious about. Is it going to be like Gremlins-type dark horror? I don't know. As long as it works. I mean, I think think this movie... You really kind of want to go that route because mm-hmm. you want to pull those kids back in, the ones that played that game. Yeah. I mean, and I think you need... they're a lot older now. Sure. If you think about it, honestly. So you could really kind of up the ante a little bit. But but you def- definitely need to make it terrifying in some way yeah. that's not just jump scares. Because no, no. you could easily just say, well, they just did jump scares in the, in the game. I just do jump scares yeah. in the movie. You need to build Don't... that tension. Yeah. Do, do something else to elevate it farther. If you can, because, you know, like those jump scares in that game, you know they're coming, mm-hmm. and they make you feel like, God damn it, you know, yeah. like, ah, oh, that ain't even scary, but damn, I <laughs> jump, you know? But if you can catch that feeling in that movie and then make the jump scare, like, terrifying, that, that's a whole different feeling, I think. Oh, yeah. But that would work. I'm excited, though, that he's doing something with it. And, and like I said, it's a different type of pedigree. He's a, he's a damn good director. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just whether or not. It's going to be the right fit. Yeah. I hope it is. I think it is. I even feel like he could probably work on a lower budget and just kind of make it work. Well, you know, know, when you go back and watch Harry Potter, the first couple, like, there's some low budget stuff there. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, they Mm -hmm. did a lot of stuff to make it. They used a lot of small stuff in that, too. Yeah. I think. All right. I've got a few quick hits. Quick hits. Quick hits. These are just little little things that I just wanted to bring up. Quick hits. Quick hits. I think we just call them quickets. Okay, fine. We'll call them quickets. No. <laughs> uh, first one I got is uh, there was a. I, I've never. I I don't recall this being announced, but I just happened to see a trailer for it. Uh, PSVR game called Knockout League. Yeah, it looks boxing. like you get yeah, the octopus punch out. Yeah, I can't wait to play it. Looks this. pretty cool. Yeah, it does. I'd like to check it out. It's kind of it. Wor- the only thing that worries me is like the special powers that those dudes have. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, nah, how's it gonna work? Am I gonna shoot a rocket out my glove? I don't. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I don't know. And how much move? If I can stand in one spot and punch, yeah, and move my head, I'm okay with that. Now, if this can work ten times better, now, and and this is not to take a jab, no pun intended, at uh, Wii Sports Boxing. Mm-hmm. I mean that 
you know, you could get a good workout if you kind of punch, you know, yeah. here and there just right. But I want to know that this is like the punch out game we've always wanted with because they they did yeah, they did punch out on the Wii. And it worked yeah. to a point. Yeah. But I never played it. That's, I don't know. You know, it's funny, like you just now started where you don't play Nintendo games like Zelda's the this first Zelda you hadn't played. Yeah. Like that was the first punch out I didn't play. Mm-hmm. And it was fun, don't get me wrong. But I bet it was it's just, awesome. Eh. But yeah, I didn't care to go and I even had a way from it. I was like, eh. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna play it. Uh next quicket. Is, Quick uh if you don't know, now is a great time to get your hands on a PSVR. Definitely. Because from now, well, I say now, February 18th, it'll be now when you hear it. From now until March 3rd, you can get one for $100 off. So $199. bucks, And that is a an awesome deal for mm-hmm. that. And from what I also hear, that also uh, stretches out to bundles, like the the Doom VR uh-huh. bundle. You can get that for $299. Nice. Okay, now what does this entail with it? Is it is it just the headset? I think it's a headset and camera and I guess all the basics. Okay. But if you get the bundle, you get all the, the extra stuff that goes with it. Right. I'm pretty or, sure. Or I bet, I bet, I bet. No, I mean, it might have the Move controllers with it. Can you buy the Move controllers? I, you can buy them now? separate, yeah. And it might just be the camera then. Yeah. I bet it just comes with the camera. Yeah. Because I remember the... The, well, when I bought mine, you couldn't buy any other bundle except for just the grand bundle, I guess, because they didn't want anybody to get confused and send a mixed message immediately. You know, mm-hmm. oh, you got to have this, this, and this. Well, you got it in the box. I know it costs us like four ninety nine. Yeah, but you have everything you need right here. You got to make sure that you tell everybody what you're getting. Don't yeah. screw them over. Uh, next quicket is, uh, quicket. I don't know if you heard this or not, but Horizon Zero Dawn won a Writer's Guild Award for Best Video Game Writing. How about that? Yeah, I did they hear got, that. They got screwed out of their Game of the Year, but at least they got a WAG Award. I think that's what it's called, or WGA, a WGA, that's what it's called. I said WAG. It's a, it doesn't matter. Uh, next thing is Friday the 13th. Writer's writers After Guild WAG. Yeah. Uh, Friday the 13th is getting a new update where you can actually swap weapons between each chasing, which I thought was kind of neat. I did see that too. So that would... And you know about... Oh, so you mean like you can get this Jason's weapon and put it over here? Yeah, because I mean in each... Right now as the game stands, each Jason has his own unique weapon. But maybe you want to play with this Jason because he's yeah, just kind of cool, but you want this other weapon over here. Because I'll say this, uh, one of my favorite Jasons would probably be... Six. He's pretty cool. But I love the axe that part eight has because that son of a bitch can chop down through a door like nobody's <laughs> business. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I kind of want that axe and I don't have it because with part six, he's got this big spear and it doesn't chop through a door. Uh-uh. You can spear the door. Yeah, but it takes so long. Like, I'll tell you this. I played as uh, Roy in part five. Yeah. And his little hedge tri- uh, trimmers. That does not cut down a door with a dam. It was <laughs> no. terrible. No, it was just... Uh, you talking about the one he took to stab chick? Yeah. You know, and so they work great as a, you know, killing tool. But everything else, no. It's terrible. So, uh I don't know. But, no, that's a great idea. I'm glad that they're allowing weapon swaps and stuff like that. So you can have, I think they said the kills will also roll over, too. So whatever weapon-related kills go with this Jason at the moment, now it'll just roll over with the weapon. So, in a sense, you can create a loadout with Jason. How many weapons can you have? 
Uh, well, let's see. I guess it would be one per Jason. So you've got um, currently two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. So what? Eight. Yeah. So your favorite one's the axe. Yeah, as far as weapon, just because of the versatility of it. You right. know, if I want to get through a door, that's going to do it. Can you throw it? No. I haven't played. Well, they're, they're, well, I watched you play. I say you can't throw it. You can throw it in a kill. <laughs> it's just not like throwing it to catch them. There's right. a, a kill for it where you just kick them back and you chuck it. So I wonder cool. if we could get online and play this game. What, Friday 13th? Yeah. I would like to like, know. Instead of Monster Hunter. <laughs> you never know. That, that game won't let me... Hook it. Me and yeah. you play together for some Heath's reason. He's playing that now. Have you seen that Friday Thirteenth? So is that Heath? I, I noticed that last yeah. night. Yeah, he sent me an inv- invite at the damnedest time. Didn't like text and say, "Hey, do you want to play it?" Just sent it to me. I was like, "Dude, I, I'm getting off right now. I, yeah. just, I can't." I'm play. getting off. What was you doing? I was getting off the PlayStation. Oh, oh, oh! Yeah. I was fixing to like congratulate you. No, 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 no. I mean, you can some other time, but congratulations. Not, not that time. Uh, and lastly, in Quickets, is uh, Quickets. Virtual Rickality. The Rick and Morty VR is coming in April. Yay. Are you excited about that? I kind of am, yeah. I need to watch that. Love that, that show. Yeah, you do. You still have my set <laughs> sitting over there that you've never watched. All right, You've had it for, what, a year now? Uh, I think a little longer than that. Jesus, It's man. right there on the top shelf. Though. I know. I kind of want it back at some I point. I kind of want to watch it, but I kind of... You know what? I'm going to watch it tonight. Please. I'm going to watch Please it tonight. Please do. Can Peyton watch it? No. She's almost nine. What are you, you going to... I mean, you're going to have to explain a lot to her. Okay, what's the language like? Pretty coarse. Like, rated... R. Oh. Well. Yeah, so that's, that's an uncensored version. Is, it, is there any F-bombs? Oh, yeah, plenty. Oh, dang it. Yeah. Can't let her watch it. No. No. She's going to have to stay in the back room. So, I mean, if you're watching it on Cartoon Network, you could probably allow it because you'll get bleeps and stuff like that, but that's yeah. uncensored, so... Oh. How many episodes was on that? Ten. Oh, I can do that. Yeah. I can do that for ten. That's it. God, why didn't you tell me that sooner? Just ten episodes, dude. Why didn't you tell me that? I'm sorry. I thought you may have looked at the the artwork or something like that. Being funny. Ten episodes. Yeah. Five hours of your life. Five hours. You'll never even know it. And that's even being generous in your time because each episode is like twenty minutes. Twenty times ten is two hundred minutes. There you go. Do your math. Come on. Three. (laughs) <laughs> that's four hours no 60 times four that's 240 that's less than that mm-hmm. so yeah a little over three three mm-hmm. and a half it's okay I want to hear you that you watch Rick and Morty are you gonna is there gonna be a test Monday maybe will you be my friend I don't know <laughs> <laughs> only if you watch it <laughs> if I watch it okay, you'll be yeah. my friend mm-hmm. okay uh, last bit of news I got is uh, news came out last week, and somehow I missed it, that Google is throwing their cap into the console market. I read about this for a second. Uh, according to reports, the Google Yeti, mm-hmm. which I think is just their project code name, will be like Netflix for games, where games will be hosted on remote servers, then streamed mm-hmm. to your television via a dedicated hardware system. Right. Uh, some are actually speculating it could utilize the Chromecast as a viable option, but I don't see that mm-hmm. being paused. No. Uh, no details outside of this have been released, but it is known that former PlayStation Xbox executive Phil Harrison was hired to lead the project okay. and that it has been in development for two years now. This is funny because we talked about this not that long ago, this yep. business model of them uh, doing that. Yep. Well, okay. It, that is basically PlayStation now. Right. 
and it's ran the exact same way. Mm-hmm. I mean, everything's off the server. But but what are they offering? I guess that's my big question. Yeah, what are they offering from who? Because not just anybody's going to want to jump in on this. How much are you getting paid for this? I mean, my, my first instinct here would be that they are offering Google Play games. That's what I was fixing to say. Android. I think that's what they're going to do. So this is going to be... A, a and, failure. <laughs> and in some, you know, in some aspects, I'll say this. In some aspects, I could see this being a good thing depending on the game. Because right. there are some games that, you know, they offer you on the phone. I'm like, I don't want to play this on my right. phone. I agree I mean, I would love to play this. This is awesome. But on my phone? Yeah. On my TV? Sure. Not on my phone. Well, and so then you make it, I guess you make the platform a lot like producing for, a, I guess, or you know, making a game for like a cell phone, but it being way more powerful. Mm-hmm. And it could probably work. These other, you know, these developers already start, you know, they already got, they're familiar with it maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I, it could work. It could. I mean, we, we I know we, we talked about it in length last year when EA was talking about it. And, you know, we, we even pitched this. What would it be like? Netflix for games. But we, we always kind of stuck with internet connection internet and service and stuff like and that. And microtransactions in some of those games mm-hmm. well, you're talking about a lot of free to play games yeah and a lot of games that even when they're not free to play they're not very long if that's the only thing they offer yeah but again we're, we're speculating, speculating. That that's what it it's is just, so. it's just a rumor guys we, we, we don't know we well don't I mean know. we know it's happening we well, just don't know beyond the fact that it's happening that's speculation also very true Okay, I'll give you that. You know, I would. No, I'm just kidding. It, it's probably going to happen. Google's pretty big. I would. I feel more comfortable if it was Amazon. I uh, feel like Amazon would go out and try to get some of these. Didn't they kind of try that? And when, it, like their Amazon Fire? I think that thing. was more geared towards multimedia, trying yeah. to get you on there. You know, like a Fire Stick for. You don't need it anymore, really. You know, those mm-hmm. things are kind of obsolete now. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, we'll see. We'll. More on this as it develops. As it develops. You yes. can crack that damn thing like you can like have homebrew shit on it, and it will be awesome. And mm-hmm. it will sell like a That's wildfire. to my Wii. <laughs> I know. Like, think about how long ago, like the Xbox 360. That was the first console I remember that they could just, you could hack the piss out of it. Mm-hmm. And they said that that got a lot of sales for them on that. Even though it's really, it can suck for you. Yeah, very true. All right, on to weird news. Weird news. You want to know weird news right now? I just got, yeah, just got, right. I just got John a text from John Taylor. John Taylor, and it says, "I'm reading this on, on this is live, John. Okay, uh, two days from now. Um, no, sorry, I completely forgot. Been a day, man. Been a day. Been a day. Wow. John, we're disappointed. It's been a day for everybody. It's it always is. some kind of day." It's Friday today. It is Friday. It is. So it's been a day. I mean, my day could have been a little bit better, but you know, Mine it's been too. a day. I wasn't. I wasn't with a, a babbling idiot today. That's right. That's awesome. So that's always a, a plus. <laughs> I actually had good headphones today, so I didn't have to hear <laughs> all day <laughs> or <laughs> all day. You would not be able to go to Japan. Probably not. Like, this is just from my experience with Japan. Mm-hmm. And when I say that, it's like watching Mr. Baseball. That okay. Movie. <laughs> yeah, because that, that, that's a great history yeah, lesson, You know, man. When, when they eat the, the 
Have you seen this movie? Uh, I know of it. Okay, they're eating the the rice or the the noodles or whatever mm-hmm. it is, and they're just like, and they're like, no, it's uh, customary for you to do that. It's polite. Suck on the suck on the damn noodle, you know. Like, <laughs> so he just Tom Selleck sucks the whole plate up and then looks and just kind of shakes his head. And everybody's like, damn, that ain't what we was talking about. That's I feel like that's what I would do. Okay, but that is my experience with Japan. And with the slurping, I don't think he would handle it, man. Well, it's not slurping. He's he's hacking up. But the, you said the, like, oh, well, that's that's like drinking out of a bottle or something like that, and having to get every drop like a five year old. Yeah, well, I'm so. just saying, I would be worried. I would bring your good headphones. Okay, well, I will, I will trust your get your walk, you know uh, knowledge of Japanese culture via <laughs> yeah. Mr. Baseball. Mr. Baseball. All right, weird news uh, outside of John. Yeah, uh, no, sorry about that. Have you ever wanted? A fighting game where you don't fight as a multicolored ninja, a no. super buff superhero, nope. or even a mega charged super saiyan. No. Have you ever wanted a fighting game where you throw down as a pony? Ponies are actually quite lethal. Well, good. Because now you can. You can fight as a pony in the forthcoming crowdfunded game, Them's Fighting Herds. <laughs> Them's. <laughs> Fighting herds. Them's fighting herds. <laughs> now, this is originally envisioned as a My Little Pony fighting game, but the game actually had to rebuild itself from the ground up to distance itself from the franchise because Hasbro wasn't having it. Yeah. You can't just run up in there and say you're going to make a My Little <laughs> I Pony I know, thing. exactly, you know right? Saying? I'm going to make a G.I. Joe game, man. Yeah. <laughs> but ironically, the game is being produced by My Little Pony series producer Lauren Faust. <laughs> she actually created all the designs and everything, too. So, weird is that? Well, cause, you know, Hasbro don't get none of the money. No. Yeah, that's why they're pissed. Mm-hmm. We ain't having it. But this is actually uh, releasing on February 22nd for Steam and Humble Store for fourteen ninety nine. So, shoo up your hooves and get ready to <laughs> kick the shit out of ponies. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't understand the pony craze or even the brony craze no, for that dude, matter. I don't even want to hear that word again. I know. Bronies. It's just like... I don't get it. I understand little girls like my little girl liking my mm-hmm. little ponies. Fine. They, it's pink. It's got hair. They, it's got a brush. You brush the shit out of it, right? Okay. Why in the hell would a guy ever like that? I don't know. I mean, these dudes, have you seen those? Yes, that, that, I have. Oh, my God. I threw up. <laughs> I all th- up in your I mouth? I throwed up because that was just, I was like, what is this? What planet is this? I don't know. That's got to be Uranus. Those people are from Uranus. That, yeah. Bronies. That's what they're called. Mm-hmm. And they have, we love my little ponies. And they Take just, me to your leader. And we've just pissed off Trump. the world the of bronyisms. Brony. Donald Trump's a brony. <laughs> Is he really? Yeah. <laughs> that explained his hair. Yeah. He's like, what would <laughs> horse he mean? <laughs> <laughs> you let it down, like all of a sudden his like, little unicorn will yeah. pop up. <laughs> uh, but yeah, whatever. Sure. Them's fighting herds. Them's Get fighting on it. herds. Mm-hmm. Love it. Now, while we're on the subject of fighting games, uh, there was an announcement a few weeks ago, but just in case some haven't heard. Which we probably haven't. Here you go. And yes, I do consider this weird, as you know, some might not, but I do. This is just. Teddy fighting game. This spring, Shaq Fu is coming oh, God, back. I've seen that. Yeah, re, like Reborn or something. Reborn, the legend Reborn. Yeah. No. Uh, it's coming out on all platforms. Uh, if, uh, if you're not familiar, Shaq Fu was a big. Pile of shit. <laughs> it was terrible. It was just this weird ass it was, yeah. game that just was not good. Not it was not playable. All. 
but no. somehow has just gained a cult following enough to make this crap happen. Okay, like if they have the fat shack now, mm-hmm. I'm all for it. <laughs> <laughs> they might. Uh, at least in the announcement trailer that they showed, they they do they they seem aware how bad the game was, right? Because it's, they they poke fun at it, and make jokes, and it's like this is going to be better than that. But wouldn't it be funny if it's not? <laughs> I hope it's not. I hope like it's it was the just, same kind just of as bad. <laughs> it, bad graphics and everything. Yeah. I mean, it, it, from what I saw, they're using like the the cartoonish. Uh, I don't really won't call it cell shaded, but the the graphics are it went from kind of because didn't they have like kind of like uh, live action yeah, like was, the Mortal almost, Kombat style look? Yeah, Pit Fighter Mortal Kombat yeah. type. Yeah, but no, I this so. this time they went with a more animated approach. So I, that's already a good start in yeah. the right direction, but still. I gotta see what Shaq Fu looks like. I can't remember. <laughs> I can see. I think he threw basketballs at you though. Yeah, something like that. And he wasn't he on like another planet or something? Oh Lord, I have no clue. I don't remember. I just remember it was just a terrible, weird game. All right. Well, while you're looking up Shaq Fu, I'm going to bring up our topic this week. Oh, look at the cover for Shaq Fu. Yeah, I remember that. Terrifying. I remember that yeah. very clearly. Terrifying. What? I mean, Shaq Fu. Really? Just like, how about Shaq? But he does kung fu. We call it shit Shaq Fu. I, dude, game. Immediately, that was the pin. <laughs> All right, here's our topic this week, and I just wanted to toss this out, see if we can get a, a bit of a discussion going on. It doesn't have to be a long discussion, just a discussion. Just a discussion. Just, just, just touch, on, touch on it for a moment. Uh, in previous episodes, we've discussed uh, EA's fumble with loot crates and the controversy that ensued. Uh, we also mentioned how some lawmakers were pushing for legislation to ban this practice outright. This week... Hawaii actually introduced a set of bills that aim to limit what can and cannot be sold into loot boxes. Now, as of recording this, these bills have not been voted on, so I'll let you know what happens when that does pass or not pass. Uh, But the question I'm posing today is, if this bill does pass, do you feel that it will open floodgates for more regulations in gaming? Now, for me, in saying this, I really don't know where there could be other regulations because right. microtransactions and, and things like that, they really kind of opened a, a different setting for games uh, where gambling could be seen in a manner of speaking. Right. But I did start to wonder where you have all this uh, pushback with video game violence and things like that because we just had the school shooting this week and yet right. another... Senator is pointing the fingers at video games. Do you yeah. think that they would actually attempt to push back and find a way to regulate video game violence? Something I, to that effect? No, because I don't know. It's in movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they used to blame movies all the time. Yeah. Then it was video games. So they go, oh, we got something else to point our finger at. And I don't know. It's just, I think with the loot boxes. I, I hope it gets pushed through mm-hmm. that where it's like, because it's probably pushing back against the fact that if there's something that helps you win in the game, mm-hmm. you know, it can't be in there. Yeah. And I'm all for that. So I hope that actually is kind of like a little thing gets scattered around where they're like, okay, we can't, we can't have pay. You got to buy these things and you, you can win now because mm-hmm. you might not be good, but you got $20. We'll let you win, you know? Right. So I hope that is the going trend coming forward because I hate that. I'll be more apt to buy a loot box if it's something that I don't have to have. 
than I would if I had to have it because mm. I can't stand that. I would yeah. feel like I'm cheating. I don't like cheat. See, another thing I was a little concerned about, and I've kind of seen this, and I won't really say it's been regulated or cracked down on, but it, I, I, you start to take a look at things like in the television and film industry and where they are now, and in you know the grand scheme of things, if you take a look, the video games are really in their infancy if you compare it to film. Right. And you see a lot of the changes that went on in that, and I'm kind of curious if that trend will happen because of this, you know, if, if there will be that pushback. You know, granted, like you said, they've, they've tried to point the fingers at movies and stuff like that for yeah. years, and it didn't really go anywhere. But what about other things that I feel like video games do get away with right. versus, like, smoking, for example? I, I, there used to be smoking on television and i'm not advocating it or anything like that so if you're going to yell at me which whatever i'm just saying that if that was part of the show for whatever reason that was the character that they wrote at some point it became this thing that they just took away from that character right you know because they're like well we don't need to have them smoking comics did the same thing wolverine used to smoke all the time he did yeah and then it was just like well, get that cigar out of his mouth and whatnot or i've even saw him with cigarettes and they're like don't draw him with cigarettes anymore because we're cigarettes. and i just don't understand you know is that going to happen with video games at some point we're like well we can't have because i think uh, an example i'm thinking of right now is uh hellboy and right. injustice 2 comes out with a big cigar in his mouth you know yeah but the thing is, there is a there's a rating label. <clears throat> it's it tells you, hey, hey, there's uh, tobacco use. It tells you everything you want to yeah. know. But the thing is, the responsibility for that rely it lies on the parents. Mm. That's the first thing I do is I look on the back of it, and I and no, I don't, okay, you're not playing this. Yeah. Or it might have a few things, and I look at it and I go, you know, she's already seeing this like at school and, and on TV anyway. So I'm, we'll go with that. But that's what that stuff is for, for the parents to make their choice, not just to walk in there blindly and buy Grand Theft Auto Five for their eight-year-old. Mm -hmm. I hate that. Well, I think that's that's where it kind of bugs me a little bit is that you'll have these uh, senators who oh, will yeah. make these bills and try to make it pass right. using these people who are ignorant to the fact. Right. Because I'd like to know how many of these parents are actually aware of the loot crate situation, oh, like what they actually know. Zero. Because if if they're hearing this bill is going through Congress, like if this actually became big news, because for me personally right now, I don't think this is like big news. Like other no, no. you know, news outlets have really covered it to the point where they've turned it into, you know, something larger than it is. Right. But if they did that, would you have parents out there saying, well, loot boxes are just uh, hurting our kids because it's gambling. And just uh -huh. go ape shit crazy and then the, the the senators look at it and be like get them you know we got them now right they'll vote for it yeah I, it's just what i'm concerned that's what i'm concerned about now we haven't seen it yet but and again I, I agree with what they're doing in hawaii you know right how they're trying to push down on it but i feel like is there a possibility that that this could lead to something like somebody will see this as blood in the water and say like i bet you we could utilize this to turn it around oh, for something else. You there's somebody saying that right now yeah but it's like you said, it's not a big deal yet, and I, I'm just sick of the senators like pointing their finger at stuff. It's always something like, to me, like I'm all for gun control, mm -hmm. but 
getting rid of guns now is a, a mute point, you know? Like, there's just no sense in trying to get rid of a gun that there's 15 million guns out there already, you know, yeah. the same kind of gun. But make it tougher to get it and fucking make the school safer, you know? Yeah. Look at that problem. That's the problem, not something else. And that's just what they always do. They, they point their finger at something else. Mm-hmm. You know, it's always, if it's violence, it's video games. It used to be music. Uh, I remember that with NWA, you know, that being a big deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tipper Gore, you know. Suicide. I remember Ozzy Osbourne got yeah. targeted. Right. You know. It's just everybody's looking at something else. What caused this? When really sometimes, you know, it's the person that's looking for an answer. It, I caused it. Yeah. You know, it's just crazy. You never know. All right. Well, nice little argument there. Nice little talk. I don't feel like we had an argument. Well, I say argument. I read the word argument and my eyes just kind of spoke it. I feel like it was more of a conversation. It was a good conversation. But now it's time for release dates. For what? Release dates. Tell me what's coming out this coming week, please. Well, not a whole hell of a lot. No, it's getting ready for... This This is a very dry list. Well, I've got three games. That's it. That's honestly nice. Uh, February 20th, we have Age of Empires Definitive Edition for PC. I'm going to pass. And then for uh, PS4, Xbox One, and PC, we have Metal Gear Survive. I've heard it's kind of cool. Is, what is that? It's kind of a... Man, I think that you have zombies in that game, and it's kind of like you just play online Metal Gear-wise and try to survive, hmm. kind of, sort of, with your friends. I think. that I could be wrong. That could just be one mode that I've seen. But hmm. I believe that's what it is. All right. Some people has had a pretty positive kind of clamoring about it. All right. Uh, now, on February 23rd, we only have one game, and that is Sword Art Online Fatal Bullet for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. I know of it because mm-hmm. my wife watches anime, but yeah, that's about as far as I know. That's all I know from that point. <clears throat> Do piss. You have to pee. Man, hey, I was <laughs> going like- to get into retro review. Todd's <laughs> going to go take a pee now. Uh so, everybody, what I'm going to do here is while he's uh, off and away, I'm just going to sit here and entertain you for a moment because I don't like editing uh, this podcast anymore. You know, it takes a lot of time and effort to, to edit a podcast. I don't know if you know that or not because I have to go through and I can be very meticulous listening to every um and uh and stuff like that and it's just it's terrible and worst of all is that sometimes you got noise in the background and when you have noise in the background it just it gets distracting you're like oh i gotta edit that out too uh so he's gone off to the bathroom and it's just i'm not editing this out i'm just gonna sit here and talk to you while we're waiting because it's just terrible i'll talk to myself but i know i'm talking to you uh, i had this bottle of dasani <clears throat> i feel like i need it now because i'm getting dry mouth and everything Mm. That is that is some, you know, plain tasting water is what that is. So, you know, we're just waiting. We're just waiting for him. He, sh- he shouldn't have drank all that water. And see, he's finally back. Finally. Because, uh, I mean, we're getting to the good stuff and you I had know, to go like, leave. We almost had gold over here. But it's fine. Drink you're enough you're water. back now. It was kind of gold. You're back. I'm back. And there's 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 other things going on. It happened all at once. Yeah, it did. And I that's almost good. pissed myself and then people left. That's good. See, it all worked out. It did. And I kept everybody entertained. I know. I don't even want to know what you said. Well, you can listen to it at a later time and you can find out. Do you I ever heard. listen to the podcast? I do listen to the podcast. Good. I'm just saying I don't well, want to know what you said. Do you ever look at my little animations that I, I create for every like, you know, single week? On, on mine, though, it always says, 
uh, Pencil and Paper Podcast Productions. But you should still see the icon for the show. Yeah, that is the icon for the show. No, it should That's be something That's what shows else. up on my phone. Well, you're not doing it right. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go see if it shows. Because oh, each I know what you're episode talking about. has an oh, yeah, icon. Yeah. I know what you're talking about especially, now. Yeah. And, and to all of you who are listening out there, if you've never looked at the episode icon, I put a lot of he work works on it and so hard. effort into that every week. And I just I want it to be appreciated because one day we're going to be at 100 episodes and I'm going to have this big mural of all <laughs> of our you know episode icons posted so everybody can see them. I think it's a good idea. I think it would be pretty awesome once we see, get to 100. That's what I'm talking about right there, that. Well, yeah, that's that's, that's the there, channel you thing, go in there. each episode has its own little piece of art. I worked on this one this week, earlier in the week, and I'm trying to get to a point where I can have more uh, kind oh, of Oh, yeah, yeah, up. okay, wait. Yeah. I did say the one this week had the... Uh, welcome. Right. It had the... Uh, we just broke the fourth wall. We did just break the fourth wall. It had the uh, the, the mud fish yeah. thing, yeah. And I had the... Uh, what I have? Uh, like the little chain mace. whip. Yeah, yeah, I had a whip. <laughs> I did see it. So, so the retro review. Do I, do I do I get to uh, guess the retro review? Sure. What? Okay, Nintendo system. Mm-hmm. What year? Uh, ninety. Ninety. Give and there, give me a hint. I won't. We part. have we have discussed this in the podcast already, sort of today. Mm-hmm. Like huh. a topic kind of got brought up, and, and this would have been part of it. Oh. I zoned out there in the middle. <laughs> Give me one hint. Oh, Ninja Turtles. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Is it uh, the arcade game? Very good, yes. Yes. Uh, that's one of my all-time favorite games. Mm-hmm. Now, with the Ninja Turtles being released as playable DLC on Injustice 2, I thought it would be cool to reminisce Definitely. about one of their more popular video games. Yeah. Now, in 1989, fans of the Ninja Turtles could come home after school, grab a slice of peanut butter and anchovy pizza. Nasty. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they used to eat. And then watch their totally radical adventures on the TV screen, dude. Yeah, like, you know, they always came on at a weird time. Mm-hmm. They came on right before I got home. Every time, and I would always catch the damn uh, credits. Yeah. So- I never knew. Who, like, I always heard a, the theme song at the end, mm-hmm. and I'm like, Oh, but that's a cool show. Like, like, if only you would come on 30 minutes later. <laughs> yeah, like come home when I actually get home from school. Now, when uh, Ultra Games released the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, you could play as your favorite Ninja Turtle. Unfortunately, if I don't know if you remember, but the game was difficult as hell, mainly due to some very difficult controls and it was some poor level design, and it was only single player. But it was fun. But do you remember the dam and the the electric? Yeah. What was it? Is it? They weren't tentacles. They were like electric. Wait a minute. Seaweed about, or something like that. You talking about the arcade game? Or you talking no, about I'm talking about little, the. Uh, right now we're talking about the original. The original Ninja Turtles. Yes. That game was unforgiving, dude. Yeah. Okay, it I thought you were talking about the arcade no, game. No, no, no. We're, we're getting to that. Pay attention to what I'm talking oh, about. Well, I did. I said the arcade <laughs> game and you said, yeah. Yeah, but I'm, no, I'm, I'm working up to that. Okay, gotcha. Because that's all we had at the time. When Ninja yeah, Turtles was, was it. at its fad, that game was there and we're like. The little bus, you drive around. Mm-hmm. And, and go and, in manhole cover right. and then just be totally screwed because there was the game was terrible. Yeah. It was uh, it was a uh, it was a trial. It was. Through. I don't even think I got past the dam was where I always got uh, stuck. I remember the dam you had the little area broke off and you would fall off in the water. Yeah. And that was your water world mm-hmm. level. 
Yeah. That, that was as far as I really Me got. Because it had the, the, you just said the tentacles, the pink tentacles that yeah. hung down. And you'd get shocked no matter yes. what you did. You'd no always touch them. No matter what you did. Don't touch them. You did would just curl <laughs> up and fall out of the damn. Yeah. <laughs> like what? It's like, I don't know what to do. It's just terrible. Uh, anyway, despite those flaws, that's all we had, and we mm-hmm. would play it. I played it several pl- times as too. mad as it made me. I was just like, this is the yeah. only Ninja Turtle game I have. Yeah, I would just drive around in a damn bus, because yeah. <laughs> that was the That song's playing right now. Right now. Now, one day, I'm just going to tell you my experience, my first experience. I want to hear this. One day, during a school field trip, some friends and I stumbled upon an arcade, which were common back in those days. I miss them. Numerous games in the arcade were vying for our attention, but only one really stood out. Our eyes gazed upon it, and you saw April O'Neil in her little pink, pink, yellow jumpsuit. I don't know why I said pink. April O'Neil was hot, especially on that cover. And then the Ninja Turtles were just, you know, in this semi-realistic look to them. Uh, and and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the arcade game, was there. And there. it wasn't the linear platforming game we all knew from home, but yeah. this was a side-scrolling, beat-em-up action game that you could just beat the crap out of the so foot fun. soldiers, and you could play with four people. So you four people. That four was the best part. Ninja Turtles on the screen mm-hmm. at the same time. That was just... At the time, it was just... All the Ninja Turtles at once. Yeah. We can all play together. So all of us Turtle are just gasm. pumping in cores. Ah. You know. Oh, there we well, are. Which came. turtle you want to be? You can be your favorite turtle. I can be my favorite turtle. And we're all going to play Ninja Turtles together. And then if, you, together. if your favorite turtle was my favorite turtle, we'd flip a coin. Yeah. <laughs> I always like Leonardo. Yeah. I was... Uh, Raphael was always my favorite. Yeah. Uh, now... In that moment, nothing was greater. I don't know how many quarters no. we put into that oh machine. No, I don't uh, but our appetite for this game was not satiated. So when shopping centers would greet you with that little arcade machine outside the door. You remember when Walmart had yes. arcade games? Yeah, yeah you know, have you seen an arcade today, what it looks like? No, I okay. haven't. They're, they're there. I mean, the closest I've seen is what they have in movie theaters. Okay, and that's just it's a lot yeah. like that. <laughs> like uh, you have one ski ball, one ski table, uh, mm-hmm. what do you call it? Uh, uh, Air, air hockey. hockey, yeah. I, 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 I can't remember. I can't get shit out. <laughs> One air hockey table, and then all the other games—they're not even games anymore. You know, they, they, uh get this teddy bear, mm-hmm. the claw game. Yeah, that rigged ass oh my claw God, game. Man, makes me mad as hell. I almost won an Apple iPad though. <laughs> <laughs> I would have loved them if I would have won that. Mm-hmm. But that's all it is now in like a driving game, and that motorcycle game, that damn motorcycle game yeah. where you lean the motorcycle. <laughs> shit is no fun. No. It's no, not. It's that, and that's it. And there's probably a gun game. There's Time never a fighting game there. there anymore. It's always no, a gun none. game. None. There's no uh, games where there's like actual levels that you play through anymore, like Bad Dudes. You remember that? Yeah. And we talked. Why don't they before. bring back the Play Choice Ten games? Remember those? Where there's a bunch of Nintendo games you can just pick whatever, pop in a quarter, and you can play Mario Brothers for like three minutes. I feel like like I remember Mario Brothers when it was Mario Brothers and Excitebike. Mm-hmm. Like at Mr. Gaddy's. Yeah. <laughs> There's your throwback. I hope, if any of you out there know what Mr. Gaddy's is, please let us know. That used to be a thing around here. It did. There was one in uh, probably about 45 minutes from here. Mm-hmm. There was one that and a Pizza Inn. You remember Pizza Inn? Yeah, I remember. There's a lot of good games in there, too. Mm-hmm. Ninja Turtles. was that's, That might be the first place I played Ninja Turtles. Was and Mr. see, and, and 
Pizza Inn. Uh, that that model was actually kind of popular at the time. I don't know if you remember that, but there was the X Men game, mm-hmm. which was based yep. off of an unreleased cartoon that yeah. never happened. Simpsons. Uh, the Simpsons. Yep. And I even remember like a Spider Man. Yeah, I game. remember the Ghostbusters game. Do you remember it? I don't remember you that. Remember no. You had four players and you had your back, you know, your proton packs. Mm-hmm. It was kind of not top down. Yeah. But like kind of, I don't know, kind of like um, Dead Nation. Okay. Three quarter of the way, you know, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. you know, kind of sort of. Yeah, that kind of does sound that? familiar now. It's yeah, vague. It's and vague you can in my get head. the different power-ups made your proton pack different. I might have to look that up. It, yeah. it sounds familiar, but I can't put my finger on it. Yeah, I want to see if I can pull it up. Now, after we left that arcade, you know, obviously we wanted more. Mm-hmm. But it, you you had to find it at an arcade. And if your, your local arcade or wherever you got your arcade fix was at, didn't have it, you're just screwed. Now, after months of hoping to lay eyes on that glorious cabinet once again, a Nintendo Power article caught my eyes letting me know that that arcade game that I have fallen in love with would now be coming home. Immediately, my excitement went through the roof. I could now play the arcade game at home? Insane, I thought. But nevertheless, it brought me much joy. Now, obviously, arcade hardware was much more advanced than uh, home console hardware was at the time, so despite having a graphically downgraded version that only allowed two players, uh, it was still awesome to have this game to play without draining a pocket full of quarters, which you would have do. Yeah. Uh, You still had the option to pick from four turtles. Uh, Each had kind of their own color variation, not just from the mask, but I mean like their skin pigments and stuff like that, so varied greens. Uh, to make them stand out, and they also had kind of a variant on how they fight it or they fought. They fight it. I said they, fight it. I don't know why my brain fighted. said fight it. That's what you get how for they, making fun of me. Opinion. How they fought. They fight it. <laughs> they fight it, man. Look, uh, there's Ghostbusters. Do you remember that? Yes, it looked a little better on sort uh, of. the arcade. Like you know how it always looked a little better on arcade. There's a vague memory of it, yeah. but it's just it's so hard to put my finger on. Uh, Leonardo was your well-rounded fighter. Donatello had long-reaching attacks, but he was a little slower than the other turtles. And Michelangelo and Raphael were faster, but they had a shorter range. Plus, each turtle had their own unique special attack, which they could perform. I was always partial to Raphael, as I said. He was my favorite. Leonardo was yours. I think my brother used to play as Donnie all the time. I think. See, we would be perfect. We could, who was, we could get somebody to be Michelangelo. I mean, everybody liked Michelangelo, or at least, you know, that used to be the consensus. He was the breakout. Whoa, dude! Whatever. Yeah. No, he's cool. He's all right. Now, the story in the game was still the same as the arcade version, but to give a little bit more bang for your buck, the home version featured extended versions of the arcade levels, as well as an additional few levels not seen in the arcade. I never got far enough in the arcade to notice, so, you know. By the way, did you happen to know... I mean, you still fight the foot and Shredder and all that, but did you know that the Foot Clan and that whole the whole Ninja Turtles is a parody on Daredevil? Really? Yeah. Think about it. Daredevil fights the hand. Ninja Turtles fight the foot. Mm-hmm. It's a parody. Pretty soon they're going to team up and fight the whole damn body. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Someone needs to be the head. Yeah. Uh, anyway, you're, you're fighting uh, Shredder and Krang, and they, res- or they, they kidnap... April and you gotta go rescue her the usual fair at that time you punch and kick your way through a wave of multicolored foot soldiers all color coded to identify with a particular set of skills I think you had your basic purple and then there was a yellow one with uh, uh, stars or I don't know what he had 
And then you had a red one with bombs. Yeah. There was ones that ride motorcycles. And then you had the white ones, and they'd throw snowballs at you. Motorcycles when you don't a skateboard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember those. Uh, what else did we do here? Oh, yeah. Each level is topped off with a boss. Usually a well-known character from mm-hmm. a television series like Bebop and Rocksteady. You had uh, Baxter Stockman and even General Trag. He's he's one of those oddball ones. But do you remember yeah. him? He was like of, the Krang's uh, rock army general or something. Yeah, like he had that. the the army hand one up. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I do remember fighting him. He was kind of tough. Yeah, yeah. There were actually two new bosses added to the home version, which were Tora and Shogun. Uh, Tora, I think, was kind of like a wolf creature, and Shogun was a uh, robotic Shogun warrior. Right. Which actually, I think, I, I remember liking his design because I'm almost positive I had a, I like drew him as a kid or at least tried to as best right. I could. Uh, and I still got, I think I still have that drawn somewhere. But that paper's probably like half dead. Halfway. Halfway. So you can probably make out what's on it. Probably. Another interesting tidbit about the home version was the notable product placement by Pizza Hut <laughs> in the form of logos seen throughout the game. There was actually a coupon on the back of the instruction manual for one free personal pan pizza. That's right. I remember that. They had a huge uh-huh. Pizza Hut deal because yeah. you remember they had that, that album they cut? Oh my God, no. I don't remember that. It was called Coming Out of the Shell Tour and they went on tour playing music and stuff like that and then you could get that album from at Pizza Hut. They really did that? Yeah. You don't remember did this? Did you go to that? I never went to the show but I had the album. <laughs> I remember that. Is it good? I mean, as a kid, you're just like, I'm just, I'm listening to Ninja Turtles sing. <laughs> so, so you just, you think you are. And so you just, you eat it up. Oh, God. I mean, they, I never there were a few catchy that. tunes. You know, you could sit there and say like, they weren't like the greatest hits ever written, but you could probably sit there and listen to it and be like, it's actually all right. So it was, it was their own music. It wasn't like them covering stuff. Well, <laughs> I hate to get off on this, but I, I've got to talk about this. Okay, so when when they did this tour, it was like the the traveling tours where you take the kids and they do the stage yeah. show and whatnot. There was a, I got I don't even remember where I got this. I just remember I got it. My parents got it for me, something like that, because I knew I'd love it because it was Ninja Turtles, and it was a behind the scenes video, probably like twenty thirty minutes of this stage thing. Now there was a bit in there, and I swear to God. Because they were trying to act like the turtles are real and stuff like that. So yeah. they were having interviews with them and stuff like that. And they were showing their their instruments, like the one-stringed guitar, yeah. which can make all sorts of music somehow. Don't know. It didn't make any sense. As a kid, you're just like, yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah. So when they're taking their big two fingers and hitting the, the blades or whatever, you're just like, sure, that, that makes sense. But there was a scene in there. And I think they were trying to interview Raphael and Michelangelo. And I don't even remember what they asked them. But they seemed stoned out of their minds. <laughs> because their response was, Yeah, dude! And it was like, you didn't even And it was just silence. And it was like, Alright! Like, we're making music! What did they ask them? I don't know! But their, that was just their response. It was just so distant and just it's like are they okay but and you loved it back then but as a kid as a kid i did not realize it at the time i was just like cool ninja turtles i had a friend of mine 
years later, when I told him I had that, he was like, dude, you've got to let me see that. Because he remembered things about it. And he's like, they were just, you got to see all this stuff. So I went back and rewatched it and I was like, oh my God, he was right. <laughs> it was just terrible. I want, do you still have it? I don't know. That, oh I don't I know if I still have YouTube. it now. I bet you can find that on YouTube. Probably. What's so. it called? Uh, Ninja Turtles coming out of their shell, behind the scenes tour. Oh my god, I gotta look and see. I gotta see this. All right, I'm sorry I had to get off on that. That's okay. To to make up for it, I'll play one of the tracks. Uh, (laughs) I'll do that. It will be playing in the background so everybody can hear their awesome music. Like Pizza Power. No. It's a. (laughs) Pizza Power. (laughs) Okay, sorry. Uh, They've done worse. There was a Christmas album they cut, and we're not even gonna talk about that. Now, there have been uh, many Ninja Turtle games. Uh, I'm sure you've, you're for, uh, familiar with a few. I feel like there were only a few that were ever noteworthy. There was a sequel, uh, in a manner of speaking, to this game on the Nintendo called uh, The Manhattan Project. But I kind of feel like it never amounted yeah. to much. It was no. more like just a, almost like the discarded levels of this game. Just so yeah. like, just put the script I, I didn't together. Like it. it was it was fun. <clears throat> It was lower. It almost seemed like a lower budget. I yeah. say. It was just like just slap a game together yeah, and just, put it out. It's gonna sell. Screw yeah. it. But the true successor to this game, I would say, would be Turtles in Time. Loved it because it also came out in the arcades. It had a very true port, from yeah. what I remember. It looked awesome. Yeah. Uh, the game was really amped up. It, it just took everything from the original game and just you know made it better from the graphics, sound design, even the dynamics. You remember when you could actually take the foot soldiers and chuck them at the screen? Is that the scene right there? Dave? That's it. That's the scene. That's the scene. Yes, that <laughs> scene right there in that thumbnail. That's it. So we're gonna have to check that out when we're done. Oh my god. Uh, but um, do you remember throwing the foot soldiers at the screen? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah that was Buster always face. like cool. That didn't. Yes. You, wasn't there like a boss fight where you, that was actually part of it? You yeah, had you to had chuck to. It um, I can't remember who you, whoever you were fighting. It was, it was either Shredder or Krang. I want to say it was Krang. Mm-hmm. Were you throwing it at the controlling something and something was just shooting at you and all these foot soldiers and you yeah. just had to. You had to chuck them up to the yeah. screen and it was like you were hitting like a, his screen or his uh, yeah. vehicle or whatever he was mm-hmm. doing. He was in. Very awesome idea. Very yeah, dynamic. Very cool. Uh, uh, did the Battletoads do something like that? I don't feel like they did. I can't remember. I remember something. they always, like the big. Fists and the fists. big boots. That might be what I'm thinking of. I feel like I just remember them throwing stuff mm-hmm. to, at the screen, but maybe I'm thinking of Ninja Turtles. Ass kicking amphibians. Who knew that was I a know, thing? Man. Damn. Uh, anyway, ruthless. it was a cool idea then. Great idea now. Whatever reason, I don't feel like a game in the series. Those two games are the the two that really yeah. stand out. But there's not been another game in the series since that have really been great. Nope. I mean, I remember. I think the last Ninja Turtle game I played. Was that uh, digital, the downloadable one they did, was it Out of the Shadows? Something, and you, you didn't like it, did you? It was just, I mean, it was all right. But was it episodic? No, it was, was it? it was just like a, I wouldn't even call it a brawler like this. I guess it kind of was, but it was just kind of sluggish. I never finished it. I remember it having a, somebody big did it, though, didn't they? Platinum Games. Yeah, that's right. Platinum Games was a surprise game. It was like, hey, we're doing this game. It's going to release next week kind of thing. And they've got a great track record. That was just like the the smudge on it that kind of ruined it. Why this this franchise has languished in video game world for so long is mind-boggling. I don't understand why this formula seems to be a hard nut to crack. It just seems like pretty cut and dry. You know, it works in a fighting game over here. 
as long as it's done right, it works as a beat em up, you know, co op. If you do it right, uh, I don't know. Having them as, as guests in somebody else's video game right now is a welcome treat. Maybe soon one day we'll be treated to a new classic that doesn't have to be this game, but yeah. one that just allows us to join in an open adventure world. with our favorite heroes that have shell in a more memorable game. Open world, four player co op, Ninja Turtles, and, and Big Apple. I can dig it. Mm-hmm. You could traverse the sewers. Yep. Up and around. Part you get the party wagon. Mm-hmm. Can all ride together. Do the skateboards through the sewers. Ah. Kind of like what you're doing. Yeah. Somebody, uh, if you want that idea, just uh, just let us know. Twenty. We'll design it for you. We'll give you the details on what we want you to create. That's what yeah. we'll do. <laughs> yeah. We could do that a lot. I think. I think so. <sighs> That it? That's it. I only took one P this time. I know. Just one. But we, we managed without you. you did the good. audience was sticking around. Because if, if I didn't keep talking, they were going to leave. That could have been crickets. Mm-hmm. I just want to know what you said. Well, you'll find out. I guess I'll I guess I will. You have found out by now by listening to it. Just like everybody else. Yeah. If I'm listening right now, then I have found out. You have. Now, as we're talking about our listeners, we'd like to thank all of our listeners for being here every week. If you've reached this point in the show, you're incredibly awesome, and you are the reason we did this. A winner is you. A winner is you. Was there music behind that? I don't remember. I don't remember either. If there is, maybe I'll play it. Also, a big shout out to our patrons who make this show and other shows we do possible. If you're interested in supporting the show, you can head over to patreon.com slash pencil and paper productions and give it a look-see. See what you think. Again, thank you so much for listening. I am Stephen White. And I am Todd Stark. Join us again next time. When John's here. (laughs) But until then, game on. This has been a Pencil and Paper Podcast Network production.